from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to Live Bet Saturday, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Pamela Maldonado is here as well. Uh, sorry, I'm laughing because uh, Algie Crumpler is trending on Twitter, the old Atlanta Falcons tight end, because uh, now we're just naming random old school tight ends, which is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Makes me uh, makes me want to, I guess, yearn for the old days. Is that old? I feel like I'm getting old. All right, let's welcome in our next guest. Paul Brevels with us, writer for the Packers Wire, Packers Insider um, for ESPN Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Paul, we appreciate it. Uh, so let's start with this. We... Um, we had a fascinating graphic that we put up in our first hour. Adam Rank of the NFL Network, he was charged with picking the game, the score, for San Francisco Green Bay. He and nine other compatriots over there at the NFL Network. Nine of the ten analysts picked Green Bay to win outright <laughs> this weekend. How does that make you feel? The Packers are the apple of everybody's eye. <laughs> I have to say that catches me a little bit. Uh, by surprise, but I can, you know, coming off the week that they had against San Francisco, you know, you can, you, you can see where the confidence, I guess, is, is coming from with this offense. You know, Jordan Love has been playing at not just the high level, but an elite level for about a month of football now. And anytime you have a quarterback that can give you that level of play, I mean, to a degree, you're always going to have a chance in the game. And then you couple it with what Aaron Jones has done, four straight 100-yard games. You have the Packers pass catchers. And really, that's been one of the strengths of this offense over the second half of the season stretches. Regardless of the down, regardless of the situation, that ball can go to any one of those receivers, tight ends on the football field. Green Bay doesn't have that true number one pass catcher but what they do have is five six seven at times legit guys who can get the ball who can make the play with the ball in their hands and that really stresses opposing defenses they aren't able to key in on one guy or even two guys you have to defend the whole field that creates better spacing and more opportunities that these pass catchers jordan love have been able to take advantage of so from an offensive perspective i can see why there's 
a, a lot of hype around this Packers team. They are playing incredible football. For me, the the concern really going into this game is how in the heck is this Green Bay Packers defense gonna gonna stop that 49ers offense? To me, that's where a lot of these issues are gonna start for the Packers. Paul, there is one player that you mentioned that really caught my attention, and that was Aaron Jones. Historically, we know that he kind of owns the Dallas Cowboys. So how do we avoid, as one betters and two his fans, look at this game objectively? How can we be avoid being prisoners of the moment and really see how much success can Aaron Jones have against a 49ers defense that is definitely a step up in class, third best against the run? Yeah, that's going to be for this Packers offense. That's where success is going to start. You know, if the Packers cannot get the run game going and they find themselves in those second and long third and long situations, those are going to be really tough holes to dig themselves out of because of that 49ers pass rush. You know, when the offense is in predictable passing downs, the defensive front has the advantage. They don't have to worry about, is this a run play? Is this a pass play? They can just pin their ears back going get after the quarterback and then that 49er secondary obviously will have the advantage as well knowing the passing plays coming and that 49ers being able to play with a lead so often this season has put them in position to make plays on the ball one of the reasons why they've been so good at generating takeaways so Aaron Jones getting going on the ground is a must for this Packers offense it'll open up opportunities in the passing game something Jordan Love has talked about in recent weeks with Jones uh, returning from injury four games ago set up play action where Jordan Love and this offense has been really, really efficient. So that's going to be a must for this Packers offense. And I, and I, my, my guess is the Packers, if they're going to find success, it's going to have to come running uh, more so horizontally. It's going to be really difficult to challenge this 49ers defense up the middle with that interior defensive line. Of course, the excellent duo at linebackers that they have, and not that going horizontal and trying to get to the boundary is going to be, you know, uh, a, a walk in the park by any means with the edge rushers that the, the 49ers have. But I think that's where Green Bay can potentially find some success on the ground game. And again, that's going to, if they can do that, that's going to set them up in, in other areas of this offense. Paul Brittle with us again, uh, ESPN Wisconsin 105.5, writer for the Packers Wire. All right, Paul, let's, focus, let's keep focusing on the offense then. You mentioned the pass rush. Uh, walk us through what you, ma- you think this matchup looks like, offensive line in terms of pass pro against these edge rushers. Yeah, it's going to be a tall task. But what I will say is about uh, Zach Tom, the Packers' right tackle, and I know and I know Bosa will line up on both the left and right side of the line, but primarily he's on that left side, which is going to pair him with Zach Tom. And Zach Tom, this is it's good, definitely going to be a test going against Bosa, but this isn't his first tough challenge this year. In terms of total pressures generated by edge rushers this season, Bosa is going to be the seventh player in the top ten that Zach Tom has faced this season. So he is battle-tested coming into this game. He has been able to hold his own in a number of those matchups. And again, that's where success is going to start for this Packers offensive line. I know the attention's on Jordan Love, the attention is on the, the pass catchers, and understandably so, but we just talked about the importance of the run game and giving Jordan Love time in that pocket because I think where the opportunity potentially in the passing game is going to be for this Packers offense is going to be on the boundaries because, again, of those uh, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, those 49ers linebackers, they're, they're, they're racers in the middle of that field. So I think attacking the boundary and finding the soft spots in that 49ers zone coverage is where the potential success is going to lie. But those routes tend to be longer developing, especially if you're trying to push the ball downfield. So that's going to require time in the pocket. So the, the, the offensive line is going to play a very key aspect in this game, as are the tight ends, as are the running backs. The Packers offensive line, 
has been a big catalyst behind this turnaround on offense over the second half of the season. Through the first uh, eight, nine games of the year, Green Bay didn't have a run game to lean on. The pass blocking was very inconsistent. So this group has been a, a, a bit of an unsung hero in terms of where the Packers currently find themselves, and they're going to have to continue to carry that momentum forward. Now, last thing I'll say on this is, since week 14, Jordan Love has been one of the best quarterbacks at dealing with pressure. That 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 aspect of his game has been one of the biggest turnarounds from the beginning of the season to now. His ability pre-snap to I through the hard count or late movement that the defense is making, identifying where the pressure could be coming from, making those protection adjustments, and then if that pressure gets through knowing where his check down option is. So he's become really, really good in that area. And again, going against the front like this, that aspect's going to be really important. But if the offensive line is able to give him some time, you know, this Packers receiver group, for some of the reasons I mentioned earlier, because you have to uh, defend all five of them, because of just the speed that this group has, they can present some challenges as well and could be some opportunities uh, against the secondary in that regard. Well, we talked about Aaron Jones and of course, like he is one of the few veterans that are on the Packers offense or even on the Packers team. I want to throw a side at you. The Packers are the youngest playoff team since the 1977 Bears. How much of a factor do you think that is? I, you know, we, we've talked about that with him in the, in the locker room and at least within the building and, and what they're saying, you know, this Packers team, they don't look at themselves as the youngest team in the NFL. Obviously they are, but this is a group that's been in playoff mode for over a month now, you know, going back, I think their week, I think it was week 16, that Panthers game down in Carolina, like that was a must win game. The following week against Minnesota, the, the season finale against the bears, Dallas last week, obviously. So they've been in this mindset of must win for the last month. And they've been answering questions all season long about the youth and experience on this team. And I, I believe it was back after week nine, after the, after the Rams game or the Vikings game in the middle of the season for the Packers, where Malifler said that isn't an excuse anymore. And talking with several of the players in the locker room, you know, once you get a few games under your belt, you know, once you're between those, those lines on the football field, you're expected to perform. So obviously there's a big difference between this Packers team and the 49ers team with the experience that they have. And it'd be naive to think that that experience that San Francisco has in these playoff games, these high leverage games, you know, for a large portion of the core of that team, isn't going to play a factor to some degree, but from the Packers perspective, where they stand, where they've been over the last month, you know, they're not looking at the youth, that they have on this team. They're just going out there to execute the the best that they can and take advantage of the opportunity that's in front of them. Paul, how worried are you about this defense and uh, Joe Barry? How safe has it been? Because uh, like what four weeks ago they wanted to run them out, and now all of a sudden here they are. Yeah, I'm I'm very concerned about what the Packers defense is going to do in this game because you know if you if you try to take one thing away from this Niners team and the keyword in that is try, but if you try to take one element away. You know, they can burn you two or three other ways. So I'm going to be really curious to see what the approach is, you know, over the last month, what we've seen from this Packers defense is they've been less rigid. Uh, there's been a bit more blitzing from different defenders and 
uh, on top of that, they've done a better job of disguising coverage as pre-snap. They did a really good job of that against Dak Prescott. And I'm not saying that that's what they're going to do against this, this 49ers team, but I bring those, those examples up because it shows a defense that has been willing, at least in the last few weeks, to make adjustments and go get away from what they've normally done because obviously that was not working for them for, for a decent portion of this season. So looking ahead to the San Francisco game, like I said, you try to take one thing away and they can get you in so many different ways. I feel like what Green Bay has to do is, again, break away from their norm. Their norm under Joe Barry is to play a shell coverage to take away the downfield pass attempt. But if you do that, that leaves you susceptible underneath, that leaves you susceptible against the run. And obviously those are two very, very big strengths of this Niners team with Christian McCaffrey and the pass catcher's ability to, to pick up yards after the catch. So what I feel like you got to pick your poison to a degree is the Packers have to play a bit closer to line of scrimmage. So you at least have some extra defenders in the area to help against the run. And hopefully that also muddies things up over the middle of the field. So you can, you have more defenders close by to try to limit yards after the catch. Now, like anything, there's a downside to that. And that leaves you susceptible over the top where Brock Purdy has been one of the more efficient quarterbacks in football on those downfield attempts. So like I said, it's, it's picking your poison, but I think that's the approach that the have the Packers have to take. And if the 49ers end up beating you over the top on some plays, you just, you just have to live with it. Yep. All right, Paul, we got 10 seconds. Just what happens today? Uh, I got the 49ers winning this one. I'll go 31, 24. I think the Packers offense finds success, but it's going to be tough for the defense to get stopped. All right, Paul, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. ESPN Wisconsin 105.5. And of course, the Packers wire will be back here on Live Bet Saturday. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. 
become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get unlimited access to our vsin.com picks page. Your boy was on the leaderboard yesterday, uh, but then a day passed. And then, of course, like, you know, there's like that whole it's like within a week or something like that. So I'm still there, uh, but I'm at the bottom of the list right now. Uh, but we've got plenty of plays that are up there right now. And you can get access to those if you're a VSIN Pro subscriber. I will give you 10% off an annual subscription. Yes, me. Nobody else. Use the promo code live. L-I-V-E. Get 10% off an annual subscription. You get more than just the picks. You get the daily write-ups. You get the betting guides. You get the betting splits. You get everything. 10% off of that promo code live. L-I-V-E. Get Wes Reynolds right now at the top. Tim Murray in the midst of a hot run right now as well. And then uh, if you want a non-VEASAN personality, also on the list, Paul Charchian right there at third on the VEASAN experts leaderboard over the last seven days. See a day pass. So last seven days, last night, there was a I had photographic proof. There was, there was a, I was there. <laughs> proof of life. Proof of life. Okay. Sunday. I say it intensely because it's going to be great. Sunday night, Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills. Bills. It's like two and a half altered juice all over the place. All right. You know what the number is. Total 45 and a half. So I will be up front. I only have two futures in terms of teams to win the Super Bowl that are alive. And actually the only two that I bet it's these two guys right here. Okay. I got the Chiefs at seven to one. I got the Bills at 18 to one, Pam. I would prefer if the Bills were to win and move on. I'll be rooting for the Bills. I think the Bills are the better team. I believe in, again, and I always, I readily admit, as a man of a man of data, of science, I do like numbers and statistics, and I believe that what the Bills have shown us in the underlying numbers tell you that they are a dominant and very good team. And we saw that kind of come together last week when they kept the Steelers at arm's length the entire time, won and covered, moved on to the divisional round. So I think the Bills are, if I was betting anything, are the side. What say you? I lean to the Chiefs. Um, I think there's a, two big factors in this that make the difference for me, and it's Casey's offense is going to start and end with the running back in Isaiah Pacheco. The first time that he played Buffalo in, la, in 2022 season, he had only 10 carries. He was new to the league, kind of still trying to find a rhythm, find a spot for him on this roster. Missed the first contest that they had this year. Buffalo will now properly be introduced to that of Pacheco. I think he's really the playmaker that could make a difference in this matchup. The, he's facing a Buffalo defense that is kind of full of question marks right now because of some injuries. And I think because of that, it can be exploited. The second factor is Casey's defense has been largely improved against the run ever since they got Nick Bolton back in, in week 14 back from injury. Paired with that of line, linebacker and Willie Gray, Willie Gray, those are two linebackers that can really attempt, I'm going to say attempt, to stop put an end to limit that of the strength of Josh Allen and that's take off with his legs. I think they can have success in both areas on their run game. We now know that Patrick Mahomes has a connection with a wide receiver, which is what he's been missing all along with white utilize that run game that the, that the bills have not yet seen mixed in with, this is the best defense that the chiefs have had. I lean to the chiefs. 
Yeah, I don't. Um, and you have a gamer, right? You have the be- you have the better quarterback here in Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has done this plenty of times. I get it. First road playoff game. Uh, by the way, humans brought up a great point in the morning show here today, which is technically it is his first road playoff game. He did actually play that Super Bowl in Tampa Bay against the Buccaneers, right? right? So like that was not a considered a road game, but he did play a team in their home arena in the postseason. And there is again, we'll get to these quarterback rankings later. There is something to win equity i have been here i have done it and yes i have been doing it at home but i have won multiple super bowls and there was something to that i will say to the point of them getting better against the run with bolton i think i would disagree only in that your opponents that are talking about are buffalo new england las vegas and la and cincinnati not exactly dominant ground games that are going to come in and run the ball down your throat and we talked to a couple of kansas city media members yesterday about this and that there is thoughts that in kansas city this is still going to be a concern against the buffalo bills team that as we talked about before has found like kind of like this newly revamped sort of style where there's sudden physicality along this offensive line that they're able to run that they have this battering ram that led the league in total touchdowns in josh allen right in terms of passing and of course uh, rushing touchdowns allen can do everything we saw him run for over 50 yards here I, I just i think what is going to be and again i as somebody who has stakes in both of these teams i'm just going to sit back and see what happens and then you know position myself from there but my downfall here in thinking that the, the bills are going to win this game is exactly what I believe in, which is the numbers have told us this entire season that the Bills are one of the best teams in the NFL. And despite a rocky path to get here, they are the two seed hosting a divisional game with a quarterback that leads the league in total touchdowns scored or responsible for and is at home. And I think that those are things that are going to make a difference in a matchup like this here against the Kansas City Chiefs. It just comes down for me to between yeah. which quarterback do I trust the most? And I have to still go with, I don't think I trust Mahomes the most. I don't think I'm going to revert what I'm saying. And I think I trust Josh Allen the least is what I'll go ahead and run with. I don't trust him taking care of the ball. We have seen that he has been not only interception prone, but also just the Bills offense as a unison has been turnover prone between careless mistakes that have cost them the wins. James Cook, he has fumbles now. Wait a minute. You rank Josh Allen above Patrick Mahomes though. Oh, see, I gotta gotta look back at my text and see. But when it comes to this matchup, like I think we're I have questions on also our quarterback rankings. Are we doing it just for this week, or are we looking at the grand scheme of things? It was by your own standards. I hate it when you contradiction to what I'm saying. Just I'm trying to find reasons for why I want to back the Chiefs, and it's because the interceptions, the fumbles from the Bills that have cost them multiple wins throughout the season, when it comes down to like a pressure point situation, in the last game, we saw the Chiefs against the Bills. They had two takeaways, but the Chiefs did not have the offense to produce, to capitalize on those mistakes. Potentially, I'm not going to say with solidified conviction here, that potentially coming off a win that they had, Mahomes maybe now be able to have an offense where that he trusts a little bit more that if there is a turnover opportunity, then maybe some points can be produced. What do you think of the total? Um, Weather's not going to be that bad. 18 degrees, 12 mile an hour winds. It's just going to be really, really cold. Not that windy. Um, 
I think that there. I, I think that again, there's somebody who really looks at these and goes, "Dude, Cole's really not worth that much." And I tend right. to kind of push back on it and think that these games can go over uh, with Kansas City against. We should note a banged up potentially Buffalo defense that mm-hmm. could really hold them back here and allow Kansas City to operate at a pretty high level. Kansas City that did have over 400 total yards against the Miami Dolphins in that you know, what was it negative 22 degree weather last weekend. I think there's more reality that this game goes over than than most would think. If we could have um, confidence ratings on this game that wasn't just spread or total, I would go with the second half under for the Chiefs. It has just been a moneymaker all season long. Earlier, I misspoke that it was 16 and one to this second half under the season with the Chiefs. I misspoke. It is 16 and two. The fourth quarter has also been money. That is 17 and one in Chiefs games this year. And every reason this makes sense to me. You come out of the half, you have a game plan for how to now limit your opponent. This is why this is the best defense that we have seen in the Andy Reid era. Second in yards allowed and in points allowed. 17 points per game is the fewest in any season under head coach Andy Reid. And it's the first team since 2012 Seattle to hold every opponent to under 28 points. If there is a conviction for me to have, it would be the second half under for the Chiefs, fourth quarter under. We'll have more on this later too, but moving on to Buccaneers-Lions. Really worried about the weather impacting this game. Uh, As we saw earlier this week in the press conference with Todd Bowles, Uh, Lions, (laughs) six point favorite total of 49 and a half oh let's do this instead of the actual matchup analysis let me ask you this yeah is there something to an emotional letdown here for detroit in that what was the first wins if sort of first playoff win since i don't know i think like 91 or whatever it was uh, since i was not even a year old the lions were so emotional. It, it, it was really all about getting that first playoff win. The city was crying. Everybody's crying, everything like that. Now to come back home again, play host to a Buccaneers team that's playing with house money, pulled the upset at home over the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Is there something to the emotional letdown here for Detroit after getting that win, that franchise-altering win for the second time in, what, the last, like, 80 years or whatever it is for this team to get a playoff win? Is there something to the emotional letdown? I will go with no to the emotional letdown simply because if we're talking about the variety of weapons that San Francisco has, the variety of weapons that we see on other teams, that's kind of the lens right now. They are so balanced with that offense because you have a two-running-back system with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. You don't have all the pressure being put on your quarterback in Jared Goff, who is still pretty stellar at home. Now it's not, it goes beyond just the offense, but you also, also do have a really good run defense. Use the strengths that you have. I don't believe in the letdown spot here. I actually believe they come out stronger than what we saw last week because of the opposing quarterback is not Matthew Stafford. No, it is uh, Baker Mayfield who's been playing some pretty up and down football. The ups are really high. The downs are pretty low. Um, It'll be pretty interesting to see. I'm fascinated by just what you do coming out emotionally because we've seen it many times. I mean, in basketball, we saw it a couple years ago, but the Timberwolves, remember, were like on top of the scorer's table. Like, ah, we won the play and we made it. And then they went out and uh, flamed out in the first round of the postseason. As a fan, I don't want to see it. We'll see. uh, We'll see. see. We've got plenty of time to break this down. When we come back, Harley Duggan's going to be with us, host of Believe in Texans podcast. Does he believe the Texans can pull it off? today we'll find out this is live bet saturday on vsan the sports betting network 
everybody, check out the new vsin.com. That thing is beautiful. We've got a fresh new look, enhanced navigation with a mobile first focus. Time's money in sports betting, folks. You know that. Sites pages have been built to load quickly as well. We also have expanded our educational content. You get strategy sections, both new and experienced bettors. Check it all out today at vsin.com. And of course, if you have any questions, because the vsin app is no more, check out all of those questions and answers at vsin.com slash FAQ. Frequently asked questions is what that stands for. By the way, there's also settings that you can uh, get to where you can just make the website into a mobile app, essentially. So all sorts of ways that you can continue surfing the web with the Vegas Stats and Information Network. And uh, make sure when you go up there, you go to vcin.com. Let's see, let's see what the featured story is right now. Hmm. Oh, how about that? NBA Best Bets and Analysis for Saturday, January 20th from yours truly. Check it all out at vsin.com. Also up there, of course, divisional round preview. So let's continue to talk about the NFL divisional round. The Houston Texans got a big one today against the Baltimore Ravens. Harley Dugan's going to be with us, you know, host of the Believe in Texans podcast. Uh, Harley, we appreciate the time. So I wanted to start with, um, there's a lot of places you could start, but I wanted to ask you, did you get into the uh, the hubbub during the week where there was anarchy, madness, anger over the fact that C.J. Stroud's PFF grade <laughs> did not reflect that of one Jordan Love? Uh, you roll your eyes. Were you into this? <laughs> Not really, man. I, I don't take account into that. I I know what my quarterback is in CJ Stroud. The Houston Texans got a special one, so I'm not gonna take any any heat off of PFF Gray because he was ranked lower than Jordan Love because of some turnover worthy plays. I'm not gonna get into it. Okay. All right. So let's talk about what he has has in store for him today. One of the things that I keep bringing up here about this matchup is this is a Ravens defense that has faced a Shanahan style offense now for we'll call it three consecutive opponents took the week off against Baltimore, but they played 49ers. They played the Miami Dolphins. Now they pay Blabby Slowick's offense, former passing and coordinator for the 49ers. Do you believe that there is something to that, that Bobby Slowick's got to pull some stuff out of the bag against a defense that faced an offense like this multiple times over the last four weeks? The current conversation is always, how are the Ravens going? How are the Texans going to beat the Ravens? And it should be turned the other way around. I'll say that with full confidence. This Houston Texans team is definitely being under or underrated or not being taken, you know, accounted of. They, they upset the Browns, even though they were a four seed. Everyone had the Browns beating them. The Ravens definitely have had some good games against a Shanahan and I like to call it Gary Kubiak scheme here in Houston, excuse us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that, that's what we like to do down here. Uh, I, I expect the Ravens to have a really good, you know, scheme against us uh, defensively. But at the end of the day, a lot of them teams do not have C.J. Stroud. And we're going to ride with number seven. We're going to ride with D'Amico Ryans. And we're going to see how this plays out. I think it's going to be a great game. And I hope that the Houston Texans get the W, but C.J. Stroud is ultimately a different quarterback. Everyone considers him a rookie. No, he has the mannerisms of a veteran. This guy is unflappable. He's a stone-cold killer. He had no reaction whatsoever. We were down 14-10 at one point to the Cleveland Browns team. It was was starting to look like it was going to be a shootout at one point. Didn't end up that way. Houston Texans got C.J. Stroud. This scheme is very dependent on the Shanahan stuff and all of the verbiage along with it. But with C.J. Stroud, it changes everything. 
Well, let's go ahead and stick on that train with Stroud. And one of the things that I have been impressed with is he has yet to throw an interception in since November 11th. That is six straight games without turning the ball over. It's a two-part question. One, what is he doing so well to protect the ball? And two, from a player prop perspective, he's heavily juiced at minus 160 to throw an interception today. Do you think that comes to fruition? I'll answer the second one real quick. No, Uh, he's so great at not turning the ball over. He's so good at not giving away interceptions, fumbles, whatever. Uh, He he does a great job of it. Uh, We we saw the stat where he was right up there with Tom Brady, 2007 Tom Brady, by the way, undefeated New England Patriots, by the way. Yes, they ended up getting upset by the New York Giants in the Super Bowl, but that's neither here or there. He got to the Super Bowl. Joe Montana's 1989-49ers, one of the best teams ever to grace a football field. They went on and dominated the Broncos in a Super Bowl victory. I mean, those two quarterbacks went on to the Super Bowl. This is a rookie, a rookie that has done so many great things for this Texans team, and he is getting to that status, to that level already. The future is bright here in H-Town, and it's even brighter for C.J. Stroud. Defensively, the Texans have graded up pretty well against the run of multiple different metrics. How do you think their defense matches up here against this Baltimore run game? I, I don't I don't expect much from Baltimore. I understand they got Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, but at the end of the day, the Houston Texans with a healthy Jonathan Grenard should be a healthier Jonathan Grenard in regards to last week where he was more limited to barely any snaps last week against the Cleveland Browns. But when he was on the field, you felt you felt his presence when he was on the field, and that is alongside the number three overall pick in Will Anderson Jr., who's been absolutely amazing for this Texans team. Yes, statistically, a lot of people go, oh, sacks, eh, it's not that big. No, he has done a lot more than just sacks. The pressures, the generation of double teams that he gets, he generates a lot of pressure as a rookie so far. I mean, he's up there in pass rush win rate. In top 10, at least, I want to say. I was going to say top five. I'm not quite sure if he was still up there, but he's along with the names of the Joey and Nick Bosa's and the Micah Parsons and the Miles Garrett. As a rookie, what he's done has been fantastic. This Texans defense has held the run game in check for the majority of their games this year. And that's credit to Will Anderson, Jonathan Grenard, and obviously D'Amico Ryans. Well, then let's go ahead and stick to the stats if that's what you want to bring up. Houston hasn't faced a top 10 offense since Baltimore in week one. Every team that they have faced since outside of the top 10. Do you think that comes? How does that hold against the Ravens this time around? Uh, you know, I, I you say that at the same time, I look at a Texans defense that's also been banged up a lot for the majority of this year as well. Injuries, they've been battling through injuries over and over and over again. And I understand Lamar Jackson is absolutely special. I get it. He's a top five quarterback in this league. Uh, and, and some can argue, you know, top three if they want to put him in there. Um, at the end of the day, with D'Amico, Ryans and company, I have full faith and full confidence in them. It's That's really what it is. That's the bottom line. I D'Amico Ryans in this defense has done amazing things. Again, sure, you want to say these offenses aren't top 10 or whatever, but they dominated really for three quarters. They dominated a Cincinnati Bengals team that was red hot with a healthy Joe Burrow. This isn't Jake Browning. That's Joe Burrow, ladies and gentlemen, the same guy that went to the Super Bowl just two years ago. This Texans defense absolutely did a great job against a Denver Broncos team at the time was a red hot Denver Broncos team. I believe there were winners of five straight at that time. And this Texans defense stepped up when you needed them to. This Texans defense has continuously 
when you needed the bell to be rung, this defense has continued to get stops when needed. Sure, maybe a little luck in the Colts game, but hey, who doesn't have a little luck in the NFL? <laughs> Host of Believe in Texans podcast, Harley Dugan's with us. All right, Harley. Well, they're nine and a half point underdogs. Total's 43 and a half. What do you expect to happen? I, 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 I'm going to ride with my Texans, of course. You know, I'm a, Houston, I'm a Houstonian. I'm a Houston Texans fan. If it sounds like bias, oh, well. The Houston Texans, along with C.J. Stroud, as you see down there, as long as number seven is riding at quarterback, there is such a good chance with him at the quarterback position, along with D'Amico Ryans, along with Bobby Slowick and this young coaching staff. They've done amazing things with this team. We're not supposed to be here. You know, we're right now we are we are that 17 year old kid that just got a brand new car and we're taking it out and driving 140 on it. And for some reason, we haven't been pulled over by the cops. So uh, the Houston Texans don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know that they're not supposed to be there. And we have answered the bell continuously. We've beaten good teams before. And I expect the Houston Texans with C.J. Stroud to get the W again in an upset at the bank. They're going to close the bank. Today, 3.30. I can't wait. Looking forward to it, man. We appreciate appreciate the time. Appreciate the passion. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. All right. We got it again. Believe in Texans podcast at the lead underscore H-O-U on Twitter. Prop wise, Pam, anything stick out in this game? Because I will say uh, Mike Samich brought up a really good point earlier in the week about this game where you brought you brought up the fact that the Texans haven't faced a top 10 offense right this whole right. season except for uh, Baltimore you look at their schedule Houston hasn't faced many mobile quarterbacks at all oh, exactly and so I wonder from a from a um, player prop standpoint Lamar Jackson rushing if they're going to have an ability to contain him you look at this I mean the most mobile quarterback that they have faced throughout this entire season probably what Desmond Ritter right. uh, in week five and outside of that there's not a lot of mobility there I wonder if it's going to lead to a big game here for Lamar Jackson on the ground I definitely do like it, but I think when I saw it last, it was 81 and a half. That is uh, definitely high, but I could come to fruition. I like that one. The prop that I like the most is tight end. Isaiah likely over 37 and a half receiving yards. Houston is allowing the most receiving yards to tight ends. I was initially under the impression, I think we all were, that Mark Andrews was potentially coming back into this matchup. He's not, but likely has hit over 40 in five straight games. You're going up against one of the worst secondaries. You have nine and a half point favorites, likely in the over. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We got plenty left to get to. We have to get to. I mean, Pam, I like you. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll put it like that. I like you, Pam. <laughs> we'll come back, and I'll pay that off when we return. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game. They get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code VSIN. The crown is yours. V-S-I-N. That is the code. All right. I've been, dread- I've been dreading this. I've been dreading this. Honestly, me too. I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you, you know. Look, it takes a it takes a big person to uh, to know when they have made a mistake. <laughs> I think I have a couple. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll get to your mistakes here momentarily. So we're going to talk about quarterbacks, right? Uh, as C- Caesar, our esteemed producer, uh, very upset about the slander uh, that has been out there about his guy Brock Purdy. So of course Caesar does what any good person would do and creates an arbitrary cutoff date <laughs> so that the statistics would look better for his guy. Second half of the season of the divisional round quarterbacks, these are their PFF grades. Now Caesar, can I ask, is this overall offense or is this just passing? I'm just uh, passing grade. Okay, thank you very much uh, for pro- yeah. And exactly, this is this is my favorite part. As Caesar tells me in my ear, he has actually trashed my use of Pro Football Focus me- metrics. But because it proves a point, then of course we're going to use them here. Brock Purdy, the highest graded passer of the divisional quarterbacks in the second half of the season. Yes, those are all our parameters here. Uh, Ninety-two point one. Jordan Love, the second highest graded passer at ninety-one point seven. Josh Allen, eighty-nine point seven. Uh, Jesus, uh, sorry, C.J. Stroud at eighty-six point nine. Lamar Jackson at 84.6 Patrick Mahomes at 79.3 Jared Goff 76.3 Baker Mayfield the lowest graded PFF passer in the second half of the season among the divisional round quarterbacks it's a mouthful at 75.1 so it leads us into a conversation so we're going to do the general ranking of quarterbacks thing here which is fun and fine I will say what's interesting about this list what's going to be interesting about your list and some others is that from a point spread perspective this list couldn't be more wrong that we just had up in terms of division round quarterbacks and their value to their respective teams, right? In terms of point spread value. But Pam, <laughs> we'll give you the floor. <laughs> you go ahead and unveil your top eight quarterbacks left in the divisional round and a massive mistake at the top as CJ Stroud is not number one. Starting from the bottom, honestly, I'm just going to go with, I have some question marks on my own rankings here, but you I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> I did this late last night. 
I think the obvious is for both of us potentially could be Baker Mayfield at the bottom. He's going up against a really good run defense. A lot of pressure is going to be put on him. He has a third most turnover where he plays. Not a lot needs to be said about Mayfield. I don't have a lot of confidence in him. Now I am putting, I'm starting to laugh. Now I am putting Brock Purdy as the seventh out of the eight quarterbacks that are left. Say it with your chest. Seventh out of eight. Brock Purdy where he belongs. And I'm saying this only because he is the type of quarterback. I I think I'm just convinced all of it, convinced myself all season long that it is the plethora of playmakers that are on the offense for the 49ers that has done the production for Purdy. Is he good? Yes. Is he consistent? Yes. Is he somebody that you can trust? Yes. But there's also so many weapons between Brandon Ayuk. You have um, Christian McCaffrey. You have a really great coach. I'm not convinced that it's entirely Brock Purdy. Prove me wrong. I'm sure it's going to happen. <laughs> then I'm going to put Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. These are six and five. Now, the reason why they are so close together, and earlier you called me out that Josh Allen was ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Now, the reason for that is because it is not that it's the quarterback situation. I'm looking at this specific matchup, how the teams have been doing as of late. The Chiefs still have the most dropped passes by their wide receivers. So it's in part, that's Damn. why I'm putting Mahomes ranked a little bit further at the bottom. Allen, though, I really this is where my mistake would be. I would put Mahomes over Allen because when it comes to who do I trust more for protecting the ball, it is not, never Allen between those two quarterbacks. So that's where I would flip those. So um, your mistake is Josh Allen ahead of Patrick Mahomes, not, I don't know, Josh <laughs> Allen and Patrick Mahomes at five and six. I am putting those on because Jared Goff, okay. yes, you, when it comes to these specific matchups, I'm looking at today. This weekend, divisional round. Me too. These are the quarterbacks where they have a little bit of like, yeah, Jared Goff. I need to see that he is, he's in his home stadium. We know that he is one of the best quarterbacks when playing at home. They are cover against the spread for consecutive seasons for a reason. It is because of Jared Goff. He has done superb things with his tight ends and Sam Laporta. I believe in Jared Goff as a better quarterback based off of the conditions of which they're playing now going up against a really terrible secondary against the Bucks, He can have himself one heck of a day. Josh Allen going up against a really tough defense. All of this comes into play of why I'm ranking it as such. Jordan Love, I'm a big believer in the offensive line. I think it's just it's something that continuously is not being appreciated enough of how strong the offensive line is doing at protecting for the run protection. Yes, but also the ball, the passing protection. I really love Jordan Love. We've seen the progression that he's made all season long. I think he can do well against this defense. I think he can do well today to at least put up some points. I'm not going to go as much, say, cover the spread. CJ Stroud. That's probably also a mistake, putting him in at number two. <laughs> I don't know where I came up with this one, but I'm going to go with CJ Stroud. I think I've been myself undervaluing him as a quarterback all season long. It was mentioned that he is looking every bit as much of a veteran. He's really handles the pressure well. You Nothing really seems to face him, and I can appreciate that about him as a quarterback when you're going into the postseason. And then, of course, it's Lamar Jackson, and this is just every bit of like the obvious. Not only is it the, in the passing game, but he leads the team in rushing yards. He is the offense for the Baltimore Ravens. So I would say like my little like things that I would tweak a little bit are probably Mahomes over Allen. Maybe not have Stroud so as so high. You know what? These are my eight. That's that's what I got. <laughs> All right. Well, Criticize. Go. I if said we're done judge. with that, I let's get back to judge. let's get back to sanity here a little bit. Um, 
Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the National Football League. There is no question about that in any way, shape, or form. You could put me, John Brown, and Caesar as his three wide receivers. It would not matter. He is the best quarterback in the National Football League. He's going for his third Super Bowl in four years. He's absolutely out of this world. The dude's a gamer. He is the best quarterback. He is number one. And my list kind of reflects that of what I believe to be the quarterbacks in order of how much they are valued by the point spread. And the problem with rankings like this is we look at these and we see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You don't see the degree to which they are separated, right? Because that's kind of the thing when you come to rankings, right? We just see static lists and that's about it. But Mahomes is the best quarterback in the National Football League. Josh Allen, what he can do, as we saw last week, the athleticism is off the charts. The fact that he accounts for the most touchdowns of any of these quarterbacks in the National Football League, how high his ceiling is and how good they can be when they stop making mistakes, as we saw against the Pittsburgh Steelers, is out of this world. Statistically, one of the best teams in the National Football League, and he is one of the driving factors behind that. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, he's going to win MVP. I think it should probably be somebody else, but it doesn't matter because he has been one of the driving factors for a very well-balanced Baltimore Ravens team, third best quarterback. Give me Goff after that. I think Brock Purdy deserves more credit. You deserve credit for driving the car, right? And while I think the degree to which you are responsible for your offensive success is much less than the team, the guys that are ahead of you in my current rankings, Purdy deserves all the credit in the world for playing as well as he does and operating the system that he is. And you know what? Maybe it is the system, but he fits it perfectly and he's doing very well. And look, Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud, Love is playing extremely well. And C.J. Stroud had a really good game against the uh, the Cleveland Browns. They're still first-time quarterbacks in this scenario who are young. And we have much larger sample sizes of all of the guys that I have ranked ahead of them that says that those quarterbacks are better. And then there's Baker Mayfield. So I think overall, (laughs) what I think is kind of interesting about this, and I I took this as the approach of, all right, from a point spread perspective, which of these guys are more valuable? And I think there's no question. I think you can start to quibble once you get to like two and three, right? Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, who's worth more from a point spread perspective, right? And again, we always talk about this. Your value to the point spread is only as much as the guy behind you. So if Josh Allen's backup was peak Tom Brady, well, Josh Allen wouldn't be worth anything to the point spread. But if Josh Allen's backup was me, he'd be worth about 10, 75 points to the point spread. So it always matters in that degree. But I think if we're talking about what these quarterbacks have done, how much of a workload is on their shoulders, how much is going to be, hey, if you're not going to win, why is it? Or excuse me, how much is on you in terms of uh, the impact you're going to have? I think there's no question that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in what we're having here. So sorry. I think in the long term, I think in the broad picture, of course, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. Of course, he should be number one. But the season, the offense as a unit hasn't been shown. Sure. But how much of that would you put on the shoulders of him or the wide receivers that he's playing with? I mean, you've mentioned the drops. Yeah, I mentioned the wide receivers. And because of that, I have to automatically deduct it and put him a little bit lower on the ranking simply because a little bit of six. But it, but yeah, Jordan Love ahead of him. I love Jordan Love. Stop dropping to passes, man. Oh. <laughs> That's, that doesn't make any sense. Ah, uh, man. All right, please just do me a favor. All right, I don't. Just I don't want to see. Listen to JVT on this one. I don't want to see Pam's list again. I don't want to see Pam's list again. All right, I, I, I like Pam a lot. We're friends. In the I don't long, do it. I'm just like no. It really comes down to that. In the long, in the broad scheme of things, these are the top two quarterbacks for right now this season against the defenses that they're about to face. What did I tell you guys? Rank them a little lower. What did I tell you? <laughs> Cut me off. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we'll take our break. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about some of the games we're going to see. Jennifer Lee Chan, 49ers beat writer, is going to discuss with Pam why Brock Purdy is the second worst quarterback <laughs> in the divisional round.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.